Welcome, everybody, to New Polity's Good Money Podcast. I am joined today by the very interesting Mr. Alex Wren. Alex recently did the unthinkable. He committed the sin of greatest imprudence. He has defied the pieties of our modern age. He has closed down his 401k. Now, if you have been with us, you have probably heard Mark Barnes and I give some reasons why one might do this. Just to name some of those conclusions, here they are. The first is that we think that it orients people towards a false vision of what investing is for, not for the private, or excuse me, not for the common good, but for one's private good. We think that it really has bad returns on people's investments for the most part, and certainly an adverse effect on their communities. We think that uh, work primarily is a gift. We think that it is good, not ill. And so we should not be thinking about when we get to retire, but really preparing for the time when we cannot work anymore. Not when we don't want to work, but when we cannot work. And that we should treat work as a gift, a prelapsarian gift, a gift that God gave us before the fall. And lastly, we really want, well, maybe two more things. We really want people to get away from this understanding that being a burden on other people is not something bad, but also, but a very, very much a design that God himself gave. And I think that's something that's on a lot of people's minds. When I get to retirement age, I don't want to be a burden on my kids. So go back to those podcasts before to listen to those arguments. The last thing that I might toss in there that may not have gotten into those arguments is that it's hard to extract your money once it's in a 401k, which actually limits one's ability or in another sense, um, puts the, some breaks on giving away larger sums of money. So it stunts one from becoming more of a liberal, generous, or even a magnificent person. So we're kind of against them. But for all this theoretical stuff, and for our kind of musings on these ideas, Alex Wren is, is you know, has up until this point been uh, no talk and just all game. And now we've finally gotten him to talk a little bit. So Alex, tell us a little bit about what you did and why'd you do it? <laughs> Uh, so I guess to, to start out, I think the reason that I'm even here <laughs> is because, uh, you never had a 401k, <laughs> Mark never had a 401k. And so being able to say, well, like, well, that's not true. I did have a retirement oh, yeah. account. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just closed uh, it down when I had, was younger than you. <laughs> got it. Uh, and so, so th I, I feel like I can bring to the table sort of a, um, a different experience, a common experience of people who have been putting money in their 401k mm -hmm. the way that you're supposed to, um, and, and the difficulty that that poses. So, um, yeah. And then, and then really the, the, <laughs> uh, you guys have been talking about this for a while and we get, we get, uh, listener feedback <laughs> and I often get those initial contacts and I forwarded one to you and, uh, <laughs> you responded and basically encouraged the guy to close down his 401k. And I was <laughs> a bit uncomfortable with that. And I started to like write an email back to you just directly that was like, dude, you can't, 
Like you can't go around telling people to close their four hundred one k's. That's not okay. Uh, we're gonna get in trouble. Uh, and I started like point by point responding to the things that you had told him. And as I tried to write my responses, I just read how lame they sounded. Uh, and I was rereading what you had said, and and sort of like begrudgingly came to an agreement with you that like, man, this is actually. Yeah, I think I, maybe you should tell people to close their 401ks. <laughs> uh, so that's why I'm here, right? Uh, well, but I, and I know the story <laughs> a little bit, so I'm just going to fill in a little gap. So you went from kind of the theoreticals on paper thinking, well, maybe this is a good idea, but then you got down to the practicals of it and you started to look at the numbers. And I think this is where it becomes really interesting and really compelling as well. Yeah, I mean it's 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 scary too though. So so uh I think I think we need to be honest when we tell people like what we're advocating mm -hmm. now. We hey look we right right now, I like that. Uh yeah. is not the best way to get rich. Nope. Right? Uh so yeah, so we'll go through the number, but I I at the same time I think there's a lot of hope. And I mm -hmm. think um yeah, well, no, we'll, we'll yeah, talk about no it. No preface, we'll following Christ makes you poor. Yeah. Not, I think that's yeah. a fair enough, fair enough premise. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, so I, I wrote this email to yeah. you. I started to write the email and I realized it was silly and I deleted it. Uh, and I realized I, I have three options. Well, really only two options. Option one, stay in. It's just like, okay, I know it's wrong, but I'm going to keep putting money in my 401k. I'm going to keep getting money from my 401k. Uh and I think that's sort of the standard. That's the the uh, the control, right? That we compare to. Mm. Um, second option: freeze it and start saving. So instead mm -hmm. of putting more money into the four hundred one k, instead of letting my money be invested where I don't know where it's going, I want to just avoid the penalty of early withdrawal. Stop it from earning anything. Let it sit there mm -hmm. and and start putting money into savings instead. That I think is better morally. It is monetarily just like crazy. It's terrible. <laughs> I mean, you, it's, yeah. Um, the third option is to just get out, to pull all my money out of my 401k, take the hit. Uh, I had about 70,000 in there. Mm -hmm. I estimate, I mean, I'm crossing my fingers that I did my math wrong, <laughs> but I think I'm going to get taxed about 22,000 of that. Mm -hmm. which, le you know, leaves me around $50,000. Mm -hmm. So I'm losing whatever that is, a sixth of my money. Uh, no, it's more than that. It's a third of that, almost a third quarter. Um, but I was in the lucky position where I was able to do that, take that $22,000 hit, immediately put it into my house, mm -hmm. and by investing in my house, uh, defer avoid fifty thousand dollars in interest so right away that transaction kind of had me come out on top it's like okay i lost twenty thousand dollars but i just saved fifty thousand dollars in the long run right um well you but you're comparing two different long or only one long run in the, in a certain case right, right here yeah you know so yep. we'll get to that so the one we'll, long run that you're comparing to is mortgage on your house the other long run which i think you're about to get to is what would you have had in your 401k had you not Correct. touched it? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, 
so that uh yeah that so that was the kind of the initial barrier is like man closing my 401k pulling that money out i just lose i just get taxed so hard mm -hmm. uh because you get taxed at whatever income bracket you're at and when you're pulling that much money out of a 401k you're probably jumping up an income bracket and you're getting taxed an additional 10 percent for as a penalty for accessing that 401k money early mm -hmm. which i think which we'll come back to right because part of the problem with a 401k is that i have this money but i can't use my money mm -hmm. um so anyway so that was a big barrier for me uh but even losing that so then i started doing the math longer term right so now i start looking at what happens at age 60, right? Which is when, it, when I can actually touch my 401k. At age 60, which is only two years after I own my house, by the way. If, uh, if, if you I, had, if I, if I, yeah, if I was just paying it and putting money in my 401k and like making ends meet. Yep. If you, prior to new polity, that's what would have happened. Prior to new polity, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, so the option A, staying in, making lots of money, mm -hmm. uh, uh, this math is sort of creepy. My 401k at age 60 mm -hmm. would have had about $666,000. Yeah. It was diabolical. <laughs> Di it was. It, yeah. yeah. Uh, I would have the house. I would have had the house for two years mm -hmm. owning the house. And I would have like $8,000 in savings, right? Because uh, this, this is assuming, this is just looking at the money that's being paid into the 401k and the house right mm -hmm. now. So it, ignoring all my other expenses and potential for saving, et cetera. Um, so I just finished paying off the house and then I get to put some of my house payments into a savings account. I've got about, you know, $8,000. Uh, freeze and save, option B, right? Mm -hmm. So don't pull it out, just leave it. Way worse because... I'm not going to correct the ills of my past. I'm just not going to commit them further ahead. Exactly. That's what the freeze and save is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and it's, and it's, you're not, yeah, you're not committing them anymore. Uh, okay. Oh, so you've actually taken them out of the investments exactly. and they're just holding in the 401k. They're just sitting there. Yeah. Cause I mean, so can you talk to us just in the middle, kind of a disruption in the midst of all these numbers? Why, why was it that you did not want to invest in these companies anymore? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, you guys say it better than I can in all the other podcasts, but, but it boiled down to, uh, just the realization that my money making money is not a right, right. At, at, at some point I just accepted that it was the smart thing to do to invest. It was the smart thing to do to your, your money should work for you. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and And I'd never thought about the other end that, that you guys talk about frequently, right? So like, what am I investing in? What am I promoting in order to get that money for me? And is it the common good or is it slave labor? Is it abortion? Is it pornography? Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know. Um, and so that's another, I mean, I think there's, there's a fourth option that we're not discussing, which is if you can really control and focus your investment mm -hmm. um, minutely and know exactly what companies are supporting and know those companies well enough to want to support them, 
Um, like I have a real that. profound conviction that they are actually helping the common good. Mm-hmm. Saying, exactly. I must help that company. Yeah, if you do something but like I, that. But I, I can't do that. Uh, I just know myself. Mm-hmm. And I know... I, when I started thinking about pulling the money out of my 401k, having a savings account that I could invest, I started to become aware of so many opportunities here right like friends that want to start things um uh the opportunity like my my five-year-old keeps telling me i want to build with you dad i want to build with you and he's you know he's he's pretty good at swinging a hammer but that's (laughs) that's the extent of it right now but uh, i mean i'm jumping ahead a little bit but by the time he's 16 i can put a down payment on another house because I have that money mm-hmm. instead of having it in a 401k where I can't touch it anyway for another 15 years. Or right, whatever. right. Um, so, so maybe yeah. that brings us back to, to the numbers, because I, 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 I appreciate the segue, because one, th- one other thing that came up in that is that if you have a 401k, it's, that money's not yours. Like the system is designed that it might further help the market. So you are making a certain amount of money, your employer saying, yes, we can put that money over here. You yourself are putting money over here. But at that point, you're actually separating yourself from it and saying, sure, you know, Amazon, Google, whatever company it might be, use my money. Go for it. Grow, expand. I'll I'll take some of the interest back on that when I hit 60. But for now, that's yours. And part of the return, this last option, option C, <laughs> is that, no, I actually want full control over my money again. Mm-hmm. But tell us where that lands you in comparison to yeah, yeah. A and so, B. So, uh, so really quick, just a, a comparison of A and B. Mm-hmm. 666000 <laughs> in my 401k. Uh, option B, I've got a total between the 401k that hasn't been accruing interest mm-hmm. for 30 years Mm -hmm. and the uh savings that i've slowly accrued Mm -hmm. but i'm still paying off my house slowly right because i didn't put that 401k money into my house i've got a total of like 150,000, right so that's a more than five hundred thousand dollar hit so that sucks (laughs) uh option c yeah that's we were talking about pull my money twenty two thousand dollar hit immediately $50,000 $50,000 savings immediately by putting it in my house. Yep. Then I pay off my house 13 years early. Is that right? No, I think even earlier than that. 23 years early. Yeah. Did my math wrong. <laughs> uh, because you start, instead of putting money towards your 401k, you started to put that money towards your house instead. I put the money toward my house. I took the money out of my 401k and paid that into my house. Yep. So now I'm I'm paid off. In like five years, six years. That's awesome. Uh, and I start, and so now I take that money, the five yeah. percent that should go into my four, should go into my four hundred one k, the money that I pay on my mortgage, mm-hmm. and I just start putting that into an account. Right. I'm still living on the same amount I've always been living on. Mm-hmm. Instead of paying for my mortgage, I'm paying into an account that I can do anything with. Um, it's still not great, right? I'm not getting my six percent, but. By the time I'm 60, there's no money in my 401k because I closed it. I've owned my house for 21 years. Uh, 
and five years. Tw- I don't know. <laughs> it's around there. <laughs> I'm, I'm a math minor. I'm not a math major. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I have about th- a little over $300,000 in savings yeah. in a bank account. Yep. The- theoretically, right? If this, you didn't do anything this assumes, with it. This yeah. assumes a lot of simplicity. But just sitting there, $300,000. Mm-hmm. That's mine. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I think is most interesting about that, and, and again, right? Everyone remembers 666. <laughs> so that's still, I mean, $350,000 just gone. Poof. Yeah. Um, we, we started off, off the episode saying you weren't going to get rich this way. <laughs> um, but I think there's a lot of hope. And so I, I actually... <laughs> This is so lame, but you guys can't see it. But I drew, <laughs> I drew a little grid and kind of compared these options mm-hmm. with some landmarks, right? So, uh, oh, I was reading the wrong line. That's why my twelve, my thirteen years was wrong. Um, so, twenty twenty six, I own my house. Yep. With the last option, twenty twenty six with the first option, I'm just like keeping my head down, mm-hmm. like paying my four hundred one k, paying my house, mm-hmm. making ends meet. Uh, by the time my son turns 16, I mentioned this, I own my house and I have $70,000 in an account that I can do something with. That's a down payment on a house that I want to flip. That's the tools to start a business with him. That's a great college fund if we want to go that route. Like, uh, But I think the, the, thing, the thing for me is the excitement of investing in a different way, mm-hmm. right? So flipping a house with my son would be really fun. And I could, there's no way I could do that. I would not have the expendable income mm-hmm. if I was still trying to pay off my own house yeah, at that right, point. Right. Um, and that's an opportunity. Okay. Now I close that gap a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, sure. Uh, the gap between the 300 between option C and option A, option a exactly. 300 and in the six, six, number six. of the beast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, 2034 would be where I own the house in option B. That's right. the like, okay. stop putting money in the 401k and pay the house off a little faster. Mm-hmm. By that point, option C, I have over $100,000 that I could do something with. Option A, I'm still just making ends meet. Uh, by the time I'm 50, $180,000. And by the time I finally would own my home in option A, 2047, I could own my home and have $300,000 of of disposable income to do things with, to invest in my community, to help people start things, to build. Mm -hmm. um, You know, you guys have talked about like (laughs) having somewhere for our, like build an extension on my house so I can have my parents move in. Yeah. Um, Although by then, hopefully they're still healthy. Yeah. (laughs) but you could start that so much sooner too. But you can start you can, that so much sooner. And that's what I'm yeah. trying to point out, right? It's like by the time my son is, my five-year-old is 16, I've got money that I can do things with. Right, right. As opposed to like still not even being able to see when I'll pay off my house. Right. You got money for, for him, for your two other kids. I mean, we've talked about, um, you know, your desire to start uh, your wife's or help your wife start a, um, a photography business, mm-hmm. having money to, to, instead of saying, I have to put money in this corner over here in this corner over here saying, you know, I can, I can, sh- you know, buy $10,000 worth of 
uh, camera equipment to help her get that off the ground. We have a friend who wants to start a screen printing company to cost about the same. That is such a small cap X. I mean, it is just amazing how little that costs to get a whole new company off the ground, which can become like a real boon for that person. Even if it's part-time, even if it's whatever, it's, there's a, there's a, um, a bit of productive property that they now own that you've helped them start and be able to achieve. And, and, and the idea, like you, <laughs> you say 10,000 is such a small amount. <clears throat> for me though, the idea of having Com- $10,000 is, is, <laughs> like comical right like i've never had that much expendable income sure i'm but, comparing but, that to 300,000 though i'm right, sorry exactly. yeah and yeah. but that's the point right is that is that i've never had $10,000 even though i had 70,000 in my 401k right. i've never felt like i had $10,000 yeah but really huge. i did mm-hmm. and i could and i and i will <laughs> now so that's i think um and then i think the last thing <clears throat> that i've been wrestling with a lot is is just the the different perspective that this calls for, right? Like at the end of the day, three hundred and fifty thousand dollars is a lot of money to leave on the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that that's looking at it through the wrong lens, right? Like, am I really leaving it on the table? What's my right to that money? Like everyone knows that if you have, if you were going to retire with $300,000, you should pay a bunch of companies to do whatever they want with your money so that you can have twice as much. Mm -hmm. And it's like that, that doesn't sit well with me anymore Um, because that's not the goal, right? Like graduate or graduating, (laughs) (laughs) retiring or dying with a ton of money is not what I want for my life. Right. And, and that's the last kind of piece that I'm really excited about is not only do I have opportunities when, when my son turns 16, we can flip a house and we can close the gap and now we have more money. Great. That's fine. But what's cooler is that we flip a house together mm-hmm. and I spend a chunk of time with my son and I have the capital to do something significant with him as opposed to, you know, uh, the grind, right? I still don't own my house. We can't do like, okay, maybe you can help me build a little wall in the bathroom. That's what he did last weekend. <laughs> he got the, he mowed those nails. Uh, <laughs> But there's no, there's so many opportunities for like real connection, real community building mm-hmm. <clears throat> that you can use that money for. And that should be the thing that we really want to do, yeah. right? It's not about how do I close the gap? How do I use this money now to make more money so that I can have money at the end of my life? Yeah. It's like, how can I use this money so that our community is better? Yeah. And and the end of my life is awesome because of all the people that I've loved better. Yeah. You know, it, we often remind people that money, that Jesus didn't really like money all that much. You know, he's, there's not one time in the gospels where he is seen to have it on him to be touching it. There's not a single time where he um, even condones a purchase, a use of money. Um, 
But the one time that he actually speaks semi-positively about it is when he tells us what money should be used for. And he says, make friends with the mammon of iniquity. So with money, what's the purpose of money according to Christ? It's to make friends. It's to do exactly what you're talking about. And to be able to have free access to your money instead of lending it for decades to Fortune 500 companies and the like. You know, the real point is to have control over it, to actually have control over what you've rightfully earned, hopefully, and then to be able to engender real community, real love, real relationships of love um, with it. So I, I think it's just beautiful what, what you've done. I think it's really inspiring. And um, and I hope that you will actually be able to build, build up this beautiful community and many others like you. Hope I don't live to regret it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jack comes back at you one day. is like, well, I don't want to flip houses. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> no, I think it'll be beautiful. I think it'll be beautiful. Alex, thanks for this. You want to lead us, you know, and end with anything else or we'll sign off. We'll sign off. I don't have any good jokes like Mark. Yeah, he usually does have something yeah, great at the end, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, we'll see you next time <laughs> on New Polity. Do all the liberal things for us. Click the like button. Click the share button. Uh, the liberals will love it, and then they'll be converted. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.